0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax anything that's been troubling your day, or even just normally taking taking up room in your your mind or your heart, your emotions. Just let that fall by the wayside. Take a deep breath if you need to, or resettle, maybe find another location. Just so you can let the Lord reveal himself to you. That's his job. That's what he wants to do, is to make himself known. He's knocking He's always knocking. He's, he's always seeking us. And we get to open the door and let him in. And he also entices us sometimes to follow and seek him. But once you start learning how to wait on him, you'll begin to, to know what it is he desires at any given time. He wants you to succeed in what he's laid out for you to do. We have a a warped idea very often of what God is really asking of us and really requires and even the very nature of our relationship. We, We judge and evaluate our relationship with God based on the kinds of relationships and the success or failure in our everyday, personal, natural relationships. And though we do relate to God on those terms, we know him spirit to spirit. That which is born of spirit is spirit. And God created us spirit, soul, and body. Now when we we were born into this earth... Because of God's intentional lowering of Adam and Eve in the garden, we were entered dead in our spirit. But if you've been born again, that's that whole concept of you don't get a new soul, you don't get a new body, you don't even get a new spirit. Your existing spirit is revived. That's what's born again is your spirit. He breathes life into your own spirit. Now, don't try to overthink that. We have such a hard time grasping what the supernatural is, let alone the spiritual. So don't try to overthink, you know, the whole concept of being re-enlivened in our spirit, given a new spirit, rebirthed in your spirit. That which is born of spirit, being reborn, is spirit. And that spirit is then one with God by nature, by character, by purpose, by relationship. Again, don't try to figure it out. And one of the interesting things is very often we find out, we gain more understanding when we don't try to figure things out and sometimes that understanding comes without an explanation you know God is not obligated to explain himself he's not obligated to make you understand to answer our questions he knows what he's doing he's dealing with every circumstance in our life he's arranged for our good now we often don't like that because we have this idea that our good means comfort happiness that things are easy that if we're again in the center of god's will then everything is fine and that when things aren't fine, that's a an I, that gives us an a flag, a red flag that we aren't in the center of God's will, that we've done something wrong, that we're sinners. And in the Old Testament, that might have been true, but we're not in the Old Testament. We're not in the under the Old Covenant. We're in the New Testament, the the New testimony of who God is. We are now following the instructions of life, not law. That law was fulfilled quite thoroughly and absolutely at the resurrection of Christ. And he could do that once all sin was taken care of, which he took care of completely on the cross. So he fulfilled, after being sent by his father for this specific task, only he could do this. He fulfilled the qualifications that are necessary to restore the rest of us to relationship with God. So sometimes I wonder, why didn't he just then, okay, give everybody a new spirit. What do we call a relationship with God? A personal relationship with God. Not just knowing about Him. Not just even believing in Him. But having an intimate, understanding, personal relationship with God. When we have an expectation that God wants that for us now, here on this earth, today, yesterday, today, tomorrow. He, he is, his intention and desire is that we would be one spirit, soul, and body so that we could receive his eternal life, his kingdom, everything he has for us now. Now. Now, we are really far away from that. First one to tell you that. But we are getting closer. And I don't understand, again, why God just doesn't, you know, have a thought. Let's just take care of everybody, you know, have a desire for him. Everybody have an understanding of how the supernatural works. Everybody understand how the soul works and how... God's intent is to to reconnect the soul with the spirit. How we don't just, he can just make everybody understand everything. And sometimes, to some degree, he does that. When he pours out, we call it pouring out his spirit or a new revelation or a revival or whatever, he does a thing. But you know, it doesn't cover the earth. It doesn't affect every single living human being. It only affects a few and often very rare, mostly a small percentage, not 90%, not 80%, but a smaller percentage are affected, let alone are changed by it indefinitely. There are very few generational changes that occur because of a re- revival or an, a revelation and that's God's choice. But sometimes I do wonder, why don't you just make, you know, why why is this taking so long? That's his job. That's his responsibility. I don't question him in as far as challenging him. It's just I'm curious why he could, is there something that can only be done here, And so he's forever going to keep, shall we say, this earth zone open because every being has to go through this stage. Let's say, you know, like the caterpillar going to a butterfly. Is this like a caterpillar stage that every spirit being that he has ever? created within himself, has to go through the solical and natural cycle of being a caterpillar before it can emerge as changed to come out as a butterfly, whatever that's going to look like. Maybe that's the case. And maybe, you know, who, who knows? But then again, he says, you know, that there's going to come an end to this earth. You know, I, it's it'll be interesting to see on an individual basis how well we have understood reality god's reality god's truth but we can it's fine to speculate and wonder and and question and be drawn by the questions that god lays on our hearts why does he do certain things again not that we think he's obligated But one of the ways he challenges what we believe is to stir up these questions. Now, we've been talking about the supernatural realm and stirring up our latent supernatural abilities that are abiding in our soul. That's one of the ways God draws us. He gives us a desire to have those abilities working in our lives and that's appropriate never feel like you shouldn't want that it, again they're like they they came with the package they came with your soul they're god's gift to you he expects you to use them god gave you legs and arms and eyes and they came with your body he expects you to use them He expects you not to abuse them, but he expects you to, you know, we don't feel guilty for walking or for seeing or for hearing or tasting. It's what our body does. Likewise in our soul, don't feel at all guilty or prideful or whatever you may feel about wanting to have, wanting to be able to do miracles, wanting to be able to heal the sick. Wanting to have wisdom, a word of prophecy, a word of encouragement, a word of ministry, whatever's needed in a moment to be able to address that need, ever feel that that's something that you shouldn't want. It's part of who you are in your soul. It's, you, it's the soul God gave you. It has abilities that God wants you to learn how they operate. Now, having them be in full operation isn't going to solve your problems. But what desiring our supernatural abilities to be functioning, as as we pay attention to that process, An interesting thing happens, and this is really important. I really want you to to pay attention to this. While you are responding to God's drawing regarding your supernatural abilities, that opens up opportunities for God to restore your soul. While you're going with him about learning how, let's say he's laid on your heart about wisdom, a word of wisdom, give, to be able to see a situation, this is the solution. This is something God gives all of us. We all have an area, even without working on it, that we have an innate ability to see things differently than other people. But God wants us to expand and work on that and have that working and functioning. While, that's, while we are seeking that, where, where we are being trained in that, while we are learning how the supernatural realm works, God is working on healing our soul. On showing us areas in our soul where we are believing lies where we are allowing our enemies free reign. He shows us why we have those bad habits, not just what those bad habits are, but why we have them, because we've been rejected, because we've been lied to, because we have misconceptions about who God is, about who we are, about how things work. And he wants to restore those things with his truth, with his life, not just an understanding, but reality. So when he expresses himself by drawing us to want to learn more about the supernatural realm and and expand and work and draws us to be intrigued about how does this work in the supernatural in our supernatural solical abilities again, like Word of Wisdom, this gives him an opportunity because our attention is exactly in the realm he wants it to be. He'll come over and he'll tap us on the shoulder and say, now, the reason you're struggling with this, and every time you want to learn about the Word of Wisdom, I keep on bringing up, let's say, this song. And that song Maybe just you may not even remember it. You may not even know it. But all of a sudden you're starting to listen to words in the song. And it starts touching you about something that has always bothered you or something that happened. Or maybe it's a misconception about or it draws you to a misconception or a hurt about who God is or about who you are. And you find yourself being available to God to talk about that situation, that wound, that rejection, or that area where you feel maybe you haven't measured up, you've always felt that you didn't fit in, whatever it is, whatever bad habit your soul has developed, God puts his finger on those things even while he is drawing you to something, shall we say, fun and fulfilling in the Soulical Abilities area. So never draw back from being intrigued, wanting to learn about the supernatural abilities that are in your soul. You want to learn about miracles? Great. Lord, teach me about how, to, how do miracles work? How does the supernatural realm, which my soul is a part of, how does that work? I accept that I have power an authority already in that realm. But how does it work? Teach me. While you're asking him about that, he's over here getting you ready to be restored in your soul. Because we are finally paying attention to the part. Remember, we, it's the, the natural, the supernatural, which is where your soul is, and then the spiritual. The natural is an easy fix for God. The spiritual has already been fixed you've already been restored, and your the soul is the problem so when you're starting to when he starts he draws us by his goodness when we he starts drawing us about what's going on in the supernatural in our soul, we're right where our consciousness, where our solical senses can hear him, can perceive him can accept what he wants to do in our soul he's still going to do the work he is still going to change those habits that are in your soul it's not your soul that's the problem it's that your soul has developed bad habits your soul has a bunch of crutches and you know when you've hurt someplace when you've got a wound like say a broken leg you have a cast on it and you have to have crutches and you have to change how you live your life while your broken leg heals. The problem is, is so many of us, sometimes they, those wounds never heal. We never let them heal. Or sometimes they've healed, but we never take the cast off. We never let go of those crutches because they give us some excuse, some place, They give us something. They give us some control. That's what your soul is after, is control. Now, God knows that. He does not hold that against us. And this is where the individuality for each one of us is so important to understand. That this is often where we get to know God the best. He makes himself known to us as healer, as comforter as guidance counselor, as encourager, as our king, as our commander. Because he protects us. He heals us. He comforts us. He leads us and directs us and restores our soul. This is how you get to know him as the restorer of your soul Is through the process of him restoring your soul. We all want, okay, we get salvation, we get our, our, you know, we're born again, it's a done deal, and in the spirit it is. Why can't it be that fast in the soul? And again, things happen in that process that are clearly, they may be uncomfortable for us, but they're valuable to God. And I think we've talked many times before about learning gratitude and appreciation. That's that's a quality that we can't learn without going through the process of trying to do things without God. You don't value something that you don't pay for. So when we struggle and we can't fix something, and he comes along and he restores our soul, he heals us, that's when we can be appreciative. That's when we have that gratitude so if he just came along and and took care of all our problems we wouldn't appreciate him like we do but also we get to know him on a, a very intimate level on an item per item basis he's not just a sugar daddy or you know we go to the we need something we go to the like we go to the bank and we say okay here's my pin number i want to take a a withdrawal from my bank account and i just all of a sudden you know just here here you go he's not like that he wants relationship with us now, again in your spirit you already have that it's about your soul and your soul will receive life from your spirit your spirit is one with him so any area that he is drawing you to be interested in as far as the supernatural abilities, the solical abilities, it's not just limited to what's in the in the scriptures, whatever it is he's drawing you to pursue it, not that accomplishing it will will change anything it's not to draw you into ministry it's not because It's going to make him happy. He's already perfectly happy with you. It's not going to affect God at all. It's not going to make you more useful to him. It's He's drawing you into the area that he can do his work in. It's like, meet me in the park and we'll talk. And the park he draws us into the into exactly the the area of the park where we can sit down on a bench and he can really deal with what's really important to both of us. You know most of us don't know what's wrong. And we've talked about there is the three areas where we and I know I repeated a lot of these things over and over again, but we always have new people listening and there i I do recognize that a lot of the things we teach aren't taught anywhere else, or they're just, you know, put in a different context. And that's fine, We're this is this fine. So, but that's why I repeat things so often, is just for reinforcement. There's the three areas that if we keep on struggling in these areas, it's probably a really good likelihood that God's trying to <clears throat> get our attention, whether in that area or just in some, in some way in general. That's our health, our finances, and our relationships. If anyone is struggling in those areas over and over and over again, it's like going around the mountain again. Take some time. Meet God in the park. Sit on the bench with him. God, why am I struggling with this? Now, sometimes you'll get over. He'll be able to say, okay, this is, you know, this you've been resisting my healing in this area you've been resisting i've been touching putting my finger on areas where you are resisting my restoring your soul and you know i'll tell you the best answer whenever god does something like that just say look i know in my spirit i've already given you permission to do that so i'm just going to agree with that and do whatever it is you need to do You don't need to understand. You don't need to have, and it doesn't have to be an emotional response. You know, that would be something you could say every day. God, whatever comes today, I know I've already agreed to it. And I just give you, I agree with my spirit that I've given you permission to do for me, because you love me, whatever you want. Whatever comes my way today, I know it's because you love me. And I thank you for it. And gratitude is is a great way to to, to treat life. But then what happens is as we are sitting on the park bench, a lot of times we have trouble hearing him. We have trouble hearing, okay, this is, I've been trying to put my finger on it. So just as the whole process of learning to wait and be quiet, we've talked a bit, about, you know, the purposes of, of, you know, we use worship and music similarly and also speaking in tongues to break out of our need to control everything. Well, looking for what's going on in the supernatural realm in our soul is another way to do that. So we're sitting on the park bench with God, and we've brought our dog, and we start throwing the frisbee with our dog. And he brings it back, and we throw it, and he brings it back. And in the process of being distracted with playing with our dog, God whispers something in our ear that we hear, that we receive, that makes a difference. Because we're partaking in what he wants us to do, where he wants us to be. Not in our comfort level, not in our comfort zone, not in, so, not in a the area where our soul has set up its throne in the throne room, not in an area where our soul feels comfortable over its own domain. God brings us out of our comfort zone so we will hear him different. This is, so as he's leading you into and drawing you into learning about how the supernatural realm works, how the soul works, how, you know, we've got this, just like our body, you know, most of us don't understand how it works, but we, in a lot of ways, don't have to. You don't have to think, okay, for me to, to walk down the stairs, these muscles are involved, and this is how I, you know, learn perception to how, how to put my foot down. It's something you learned, your body has learned through experience, that's very much what's been going on in our soul. The problem is is our soul is interfering with how it was meant to work because of those bad habits. Your soul wants to be in control. Just like in your in your body, if you if you going back to our, your broken leg, if you've got if you're on crutches in a cast, going up and down stairs is a real problem. It's it takes effort. You have to think through Okay, first I have to put the, the, you know, the well, just go through every step Become something you have to plan. It's the same type of thing with the soul. As we start paying attention and giving time to where God is drawing us, and it may not even be about the supernatural abilities that are in your soul, maybe another area. But any area he's drawing you in is going to be in the supernatural realm. And his goal is that while you're there, he will have an opportunity to heal and restore your soul. So don't put off anything he's enticing you to. There may be uncomfortable times because, you know, we don't like change, and very often healing is painful. We have to go through that experience again. We have to have, feel that pain again. But it's worth it because he has picked the time. He has picked what needs to be worked on. And he's saying, okay, now, now that I've got your intention, now that I have you at the right place, we're going to deal with this. And he does it. We go with him, but he's the one who shows us where we're believing a lie where, yes, we've been rejected, but he's going to heal us. Our goal is never to not be rejected. It's to know how to go to him to get healed. So we will pick it up there same time next week. Feel free to drop me a line at diane at therainersclub.org or through blog talk radio or the website at therainersclub.org. As always, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night. With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.